Super Bowl 58 starts this weekend. Welcome to Punchlines. I'm Frank Nicotero, longtime comedian, longtime sports fan. Baby, Super Bowl week is here. Unbelievable. I can't work with these people. Oh, we're on. Hello. Welcome to Punchlines. I'm telling you, folks, we're going to do a reality show, but the going's on before the show here. There's a lot of fun going on here in a Super Bowl week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I messed up my own catchphrase, by the way. Did you notice that, Ryan? I said long-time comedian, long-time long sports fan. Or I said lifelong. I was under pressure. Uh, I had talked to Jeff Parles, who shot that. That's one shot that he did line up well. I was, uh, was going to say, should I put Frankie Overs as my name? But then I'm like, no, I'm going Frank Nicotero. There's only one Frank Nicotero. Mm. I am right. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm Frank Nicotero, wow. lifelong <laughs> What is it? No, it's a long-time comedian, lifelong sports fan. We have a great show for you guys today. The kind that makes me want to celebrate like a soccer player after scoring a goal. Check this out. Yeah, I scored. Oh, God. <laughs> Alex just cupped her mouth with her hands. Yeah, that's called two knee injuries right there. I mean, that is... <laughs> Alex literally went, oh, my God. Kind of like what <laughs> I did painful. when I was asked to be the godfather of Ryan's baby. I was all choked up. Yeah. But well, mine for a different reason. For horror. Yeah, right. Well, that was Ryan at home when I said he goes, oh, my God, he actually thinks he's going to be <laughs> That looked very painful. Uh, but, you know, that was painful probably for the players, but probably not as painful for the people who had to sit and watch a soccer game. Anyway, uh, <laughs> not a big soccer fan. Of course, they didn't have to pay as much to watch that guy rip his knees up as they will for Super Bowl 58. We've been uh, looking at this all week, the ticket prices uh, right now. So if you like Section 336, row 5, check out what... Um, how much room you have on your Visa card? For one ticket, you're only going to need $916,000. Is that before fees or after fees? Uh, that is before fees. Before fees. So it's going to be 1.2 mil a ticket. That's a bargain. So if it's a bargain right now. Right now, you know, there's, you're not going to go outside the stadium and send a guy going, I got two, and then you'll like pull out a lot of cash. You'll be like, no, no, I need $1.7 million for the two. That's all at least I'll take. So I don't know if you can Venmo that much. But anyway, ticket prices are insane. They have dropped, but you know they're going to go back up. It's a roller coaster. On the show today. As always, it's one of my favorite shows of the week because to my right is a w sports betting analyst and a must-follow on social media at Alex White with two E's. Alex White, two E's at the end. It's Alex White. Thank you very yeah, much, Frank. Alex. I like when Ryan does that for everybody. He always just does that. When Carlos is like, hello. <laughs> it's his thing. I like it. Alex, what's too. cooking today? It's dead um, got some college basketball picks okay. for you later. We'll, of course, talk about some more Super Bowl props leading up to this uh, big event on Sunday. I can't wait. There is a big event. We're only supposed to call it the big <laughs> game. I don't know if we're at, we, I'm calling it the Super Bowl. Come get me. Come NFL at me. Uh, Alex, you had a big night on uh, college basketball last night, I right? had a good day yesterday. Yeah. Went four and one. Um, the, the one loss. The one loss by the hook. The hook. Yep. I took South Carolina minus three and a half. They won by three. So it I know they, that's right. I saw it. Was it 68, 65? I think because I, I think yeah. that was the score. I have a memory for numbers like Rain Man. Yeah. Look at our gang. Got uh, me a graphic. There it is. Thank oh, look, you. we got a graphic. Look at that. Alex's plays, baby. South Carolina. And that's only a half point loss, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I was talking to Matt Neverett. Matt was on our show. was on this show yesterday. Matt loved North Carolina. Ryan, of course, yeah, loves North too. Carolina. For the second time in how long did Clemson beat North Carolina? They are now 2-60 and 60 in Chapel Hill, <laughs> Clemson is. That's brutal. And just an outright winner. What was the line? It was uh, Carolina minus 6.5. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was going to bet the game, but it tipped off a little early, I think. Or it was a 4 o'clock tip, whatever. 
I didn't get it in. And then I was like, oh, that's all right. I'll just, I just kept looking at updates. I was like, oh my God. And then I saw the ending. Yeah, they Jeez. didn't lead at all. They never the led? They never led. It was tied 2-2, and then Clemson was leading the entire game and then tied back up at 70. And then... Uh, Why do yeah, I think Chris Andrews is a very happy man? Ball over three times. Chris is probably very happy. I think a lot of people are probably, probably betting. Yeah. 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 All right, so listen, we have a, uh, a live breaking story. You guys can come on. We have a live breaking news story here in Las Vegas. So uh, we're going to go ahead. Uh, we got some video here. Uh, oh, my God, she's here. I haven't even announced that she's here. We have seats there now. Look how lovely they look. There's a guy trying to climb the sphere right now. Uh, Ryan, Alex, do we have any idea of who's trying to? This is live video from Vegas right now. Who is trying to climb the sphere? Well, there was someone bit by that coyote, right? <laughs> Could that be? That's the guy. That was the Special NFL powers. player who was bit by a coyote. He's got rabies. And he's climbing the sphere. I don't I don't know. Look at this guy. I don't. It could be Kadaris Tony. He's mad that he didn't make the roster. Yeah. Did, this guy made it to the top. Yeah. Yeah, you're standing on the top for a little bit. So now, oh so he gets to the gosh. top. He's like, yeah, I did it. What do I do now? Like, how are they going to get him down? Is Bono going to have to, like, repel him down or something? I'd imagine, like, somebody will pick him up in a helicopter or something. Yeah. One of those tours that's heading out to the canyon. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for coming. We're going to take you to the Grand Canyon in just a minute. We're going to stop by and pick up a crazy man off the top of the sphere. We've never done this before, ladies and gentlemen. So sign this waiver, and here we go. Anyway. A guy climbed the sphere, and what better week to do it? Actually, I think we do know it's some. It's a French guy, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. some guy scaled a hotel. Before he scaled a hotel before, but he's like, well. you know what? That seems too easy. Yeah, give me a round <laughs> building, yeah. and I will do. It. What does he use? Suction cups? I have no idea. Are you a rock climber? Spider Man. Yeah, he's like doing that thing. Do you rock climb? I haven't. No. <laughs> Ryan, you're a rock climber. I'm not opposed to indoor rock climbing. Yeah, but. right. Yeah, exactly. All right. Anyway, we have a big show. I haven't even talked about who's here. Uh, she'll be on a few minutes stopping by live in the studio. My friend, the lovely Deb Whitkiss, uh, who's a great follow. Also, sports reporter Deb. You can follow her at sports reporter Deb, who is in town to hit all the media events. We've known each other for years. We met on a podcast. And then uh, the first time I met her, I think you came and saw me at Flappers or a comedy club in Burbank. She's like, I'm Deb. I'm like, uh, I'm working. No, I didn't. I was like... We had drinks afterwards. A whole bunch of us was a good night. Anyway, she's here. She was uh, at the opening night. She's got some pictures to share with us. It's very exciting. And if that's not enough, Alex, Deb, via the video, also a good follow on social media, New York bookie Dwayne, D-U-A-N-E. He's named after Dwayne Allman, as we found out on his last appearance. Dwayne Colucci. Colucci. <laughs> we do that every time. We have to have at least one Italian guest on the show. Deb, are you any Ita part of Italian? She is part of Italian. This is just... I am, I am too. I am too. Ryan, get the. Uh, Ryan's what are what is McCormick? Irish. Yeah, McCormick is Irish. But Son of very, Cormick. Very small portion of Irish. Okay. All right. Well, Mostly there you go. Polish. Ah, <laughs> uh, the South Point. Do you have a packet right there? Is that I do. We have a prop pack. You got to come down to the South Point, ladies and gentlemen. The the prop packet right there. It's so thick it needs a staple. It's like nineteen pages, over two hundred props. Step up to a ticket writer, get the best numbers in Vegas, Ryan. Could you go over the numbers again, how they're the best here, the minus 105? Yeah, the, the spread on the game, the two, um, they're minus uh, 105 each side. Which so, side you bet, yeah, San Francisco side, or Kansas City? Minus 105 instead of the 110. Saving juice. And then if you're getting the um, money line, if you want to take the money line, you get a 10-cent um, straddle. Yeah. And so minus 125 instead of 115, and then plus 
instead of it being plus 105, it is now plus 115. Yeah, so you get be- these are the best odds in town. That's what we're saying. You got to go to a window, come down here. Best odds in town at the South Point. You must come down. And then we're going to have all sorts of parties going on. There's going to be uh, all over the hotel. I'm going to be covering. I'm going to be. Uh, I'm not allowed into the fancy one, though. There's no. a fancy one. Yeah, the VIPs. <laughs> I'm not allowed into that. Chris said he's going in. He's allowed in. Me, I'm still not allowed into Michael's Steakhouse yet. I'm allowed in Silverado, which is very good. I had a meal there with Chris the other night. Uh, today is February 7th, 2024. I'm thinking about buying a Super Bowl ad to promote our show. What do you think? Should we do this? So if you guys notice on the live uh, feed there, there's a little dollar sign. You can, uh, you can contribute to my fund. I need uh, each ad is $7 million, so I need uh, donations of $7 million <laughs> for a 30-second commercial. I'll kick in. I'll throw in 50. I'll, I'm good for 50. You can come up with 6.995.599. That would be great. Uh, so anyway, here, here's how much a 30 second. Look at that. This is, are those the prices over the years there, Ryan? Yeah. Starting in 1967, it was 42,500. 42, yeah. 42,5. And then uh, in 2000, it was 2 million. 2010, 3 million. It took and a big jump. From last year and this year, it is now 7 million. It was 7 million last year as well. So it held steady. Wow. So next year. So let's start the fun now, ladies and gentlemen. The drive for seven million. So um, today is National Girls and Women in Sports Day. Deb is nodding like she knew this. I, I, it's perfect again on a Wednesday when we have Deb and we have Alex. It's a Women's Wednesday. There you go. I just made that up. Uh, so women who participate in sports in school are more likely to what? To, oh, and Anne. Well, Anne, I know. Well, I was like, Anne is on the show. It's hard to see you over the deflated smiley face balloon in front of you from Alex's birthday. According to an EY study, women increase their odds of landing leadership positions, Alex, when they have a background in athletics. That would be you. Here you are leading the show. <laughs> Girls develop lifelong valuable relationships during their sports careers, too. It's not just a serious business. They're more likely to graduate from college. Uh, there you go. So there you go. Whether you participate in volleyball or whatever, academic benefits with each one. So congratulations to women in sports. There's the slide. Very cool. Today is episode 84. Can you believe it? We've made it to eight, 84 episodes. There you go. And, of course, Ryan does his collages. That I always love because I get to then see it for the first time and see what I know about each athlete. So it's sort of a test. So here we go. Hit me with the Colossal 84. And you're starting with, uh, oh, wow, Dylan Cease. And that's in his White Sox jersey. Ryan is a big Chicago sports fan. I love those jerseys, by the way. Yeah. The, I like the city, city alternates. They got a lot of hate, but I think it's very cool. Some of them are very good. Yeah, that one's very cool. So Dylan Cease, who is in trade rumors every day. Every day I see his name mentioned even for the Pirates, which we know that won't happen. Yeah, the hard part for me is he was traded to the White Sox from the Cubs yeah. in order to get Jose Katana, which didn't turn out very well for him. It did not. He no, actually, Eloy Jimenez and Dylan Cease. Is that right? Eloy Jimenez was in that too? Yep. Wow. Cubs, no, hey, you can't hit on every trade. Then you got straight, straight, ca- straight cash, homie. Is that Randy Moss? Yeah, Randy Moss, probably one of the best receivers I've ever seen, man. The guy dominated... I remember when he was at Marshall University in West Virginia. Quarterback was Chad Pennington. He was a stud then. Played basketball there with uh, White Chocolate. J-Dub, Jason Williams. There's even footage of that. Then who else do we have on there? Let's see. Prince Fielder. Prince Fielder, whose dad, Cecil Fielder, also a very accomplished baseball player. We've mentioned this before. Son and father both ended up with the same number of career home runs. The exact same number. So Thanksgiving, they can't be like, oh, we tied. Well, for the majority of his career, you were 28. You were 28 in Milwaukee, uh, but I decided to put him in here. Yeah, I think he, had, he, he, I think he had a bad neck injury. Milwaukee, I think his neck would, he, forced him out, and he still got paid a lot of money. Uh, Roddy White, there's a forgotten guy, right? Atlanta Falcons receiver. He was, 
He was unbelievable. Actually, when I back in my fantasy days, I did have Roddy White on the team. But I retired from fantasy. It's too much pressure. You just weren't very good at it. We're going to have a league next year, so you're going to have to get back into it. We're already working. That's that's a tease for later because we're already working on some of our draft picks. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're going to talk running backs later. I will do a fantasy. uh, I would do fantasy with you guys because I know everybody in this. Because I was in a couple leagues where I didn't know everybody and it's stupid. You're talking trash and then someone's like, that hurt. (laughs) It's like, you know, if you don't know them, then you're like, oh, crap. All right. Uh, You had to put Antonio Brown in there. I'm sorry. Antonio Brown, he's a Hall of Famer. That guy was the most dominant receiver for about six or seven years. He's borderline Hall of Fame. Yeah, but don't you have to be... Like a good Same? person off the field. Yeah. yeah in order to... <laughs> uh, there's a lot of guys in the Hall of Fame that were a little crazy, but. Yeah, but didn't they go crazy after they were in? Or were, the, were they. In, yeah, that's true. Maybe. What do you mean, taking off your jersey and running off the field? That, <laughs> that yeah, and then crazy. now having the, the CT ESPN <laughs> podcast. Oh, God. Yeah. He, he has one on. He died. I didn't even know. No, 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 no. CT ESPN, like CTE. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. yeah, he's doing that with. Um, Is he really? Chandler Jones. Oh, no, he's 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 nuts. <laughs> and then last but not least, you always save the special one for the hashtag, the pound sign, the number sign. What do you kids call it nowadays? The hashtag. Hashtag. Yeah. I okay. call it the pound sign. I know Ann, what is that? Wait, what is it? I'm involved. Oh, damn it, Ann. You're leaving me on an island. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Stur- uh, Shannon Sharp. Sorry, Shannon Sharp. Sterling Sharp was his brother who was in the Hall of Fame. Should be in the Hall of Fame. Shannon Sharp, Hall of Fame tight end. He's now like blown up in the past couple months, like the biggest podcast in the world. It's called like Club Shay Shay. Yeah. Uh, and then he has the most famous clip of all time when he picks up the phone. Have you ever seen that? Someone got to get to Cobbs and we're killing the Raiders or whatever. Someone it's call the White House. Yeah, call the White House. Uh, yeah. We can't uh, get the to Coast Guard. Yeah, call Marines. Call, we're killing the Raiders. <laughs> yeah. Can we show that or are we getting legally trouble? Okay. Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring our guest in. Why don't you just sashay up to the table? Uh, you're going to sit right here. Uh, this woman I've known many times. She's been in my home for parties. We've shared... Uh, We've shared ham. We've shared steak. Her boyfriend, Mo, and I. And uh, is that Richard? Is that, okay, I've worked with, uh, she brought Richard Jolin. This guy over here, which will, we'll, anyway, I worked on a game show called Oh Sit, which was, uh, it was intense musical chairs where people got hurt and won a lot of money. And I was like the announcer on that. Anyway, Richard Jolin's here. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, sports reporter Deb is here. Deb Whitkins, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Deb. Deb, I had a long intro for you and I didn't you're read good? it. Nope, you're fine. I'd rather say just a good friend of mine. I want to say, you probably think, well, look how fancy they are with the red leather seats. First day we've had them. <laughs> we brought them out for me. Deb, meet Thank Alex. You. Alex, meet Deb. Nice to meet you. So, Deb, you're in town. Alex wanted to ask you a very important question. What's it like, right? Yeah, I just wanted to know your experience at Media Day on Monday and um, the vibe there, especially from the two different teams and how you're feeling going into the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I'm having a blast. <laughs> um, Super Bowl is my absolute favorite week. Uh, I live for this every year. Uh, no, feeling really good. I mean, the media night was electric uh, in Allegiant Stadium. Um, it was super cool. We were actually on the field. Yeah. Uh. Um, so that was neat. It's a, it's a fake field, though. The, the, we, we, <laughs> we saw the real field outside. Oh, that's right, because they yeah, can wheel it in, right? It that's in right. Oh, that was a So f- we like, looked down. I'm like, are we on the field? I was like, no, there's no way. We're on the field right now. But no, I mean, both we've been in the media availability. Uh, both teams, uh, they're ready. I mean, Obviously, two of the best teams in the NFL, and uh, both are prepared. We've been trying to get, you know, what they're prepared, what they like, some of the routes and nothing. Yeah, they're not yeah. talking. <laughs> they gotta <laughs> they're be definitely tight-lit. not talking. 
Well, I know uh, who's at the uh, UNLV field. That's uh, the Niners, so that's right? The Niners, yeah. And didn't they, they they've blocked it with giant shipping containers yes. or something? Yeah, they've completely covered up the the fence there. You're that's... a UNLV grad. Where I are they am. getting these things to block? Where do they <laughs> do they have these to block the uh, the running Rebs practices? You know that information I don't <laughs> you know. Can't, she, can't, <laughs> she can't say. She can't yeah. talk about it. Um, so you were on the field. We have some pictures of you. We want to show some of your pictures. This is her in Radio Row. For Super Bowl 58, or not even Radio Row. This is Radio Row? No, that's... No, that's... This is on that's, the field. That's on the field. This is should, opening yeah. night. So there's Nick Bosa right there. Uh, who's my new crush, by the way. Oh, is he? <laughs> now who? Uh, he's, he's the sweetest guy. Yeah? A little, he's a little quirky, I have to say, but I like that. So I was like, oh. like that, I mean, this guy's a monster on the field, yeah. let's be honest. And he's just a sweetheart talking with him. And you know who else was a monster? His grandfather, who was a mob boss. Anyway, okay, ladies and gentlemen. We, uh, can I say that? Oh, my God. I just got whacked. Um, so Nick Bosa, did you get to ask him a question there? Cause you're yeah. right front and center there. You know what I did? Um, I, I'm my, the whole theme of this uh, Super Bowl for me is family. Okay. So I'm asking a lot of the players what, do, you know, it, explain football as family like yeah. that term. You know what I mean? That's really so clever to have a yeah, theme, you know, very nice. Um, so who else? Uh, let's see. We have some more pictures from Deb down there on the field, right? There we go. Oh. I love the bangs, by the way. I don't Thank know if you've had the bangs for a long new, time. New look. New look. I love it, Dad. Pose them. By the way, how long did you have to wait for that picture? Did you have to stand in line? At the, at the, that was actually the media party. Oh, that was uh, the media party. Oh, we, there was... we kind of closed it down, I have to be honest. <laughs> so I didn't have to wait that long. There weren't that many people there. Now, I, now I was there. We were there for media day. Were? Jeff and I, yeah, but we weren't down on the field. We were kind of working the ring there and okay. bumping into, uh, I saw Carrot Top down there. Did you yes. see Carrot Top was mm -hmm. down there asking questions? I saw Bert Kreischer was down there. A lot of yeah. cool people. Annie Agar, you have a picture yes, of Annie? Yes, I, I love her. Her content is she, so funny. You know, Alex yes. and I were talking about great. the videos. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Nice her weekly perfect. meetings. Her weekly some meetings. Some of the Sundays or the whole know. NFL week. How does she do it? That's I, what we were saying. Like, who's editing that, by the yes. way? You know about post-production. That, yes. that would be a nightmare edit to edit. as well. And I, that looks like hell for me. The I, edit and the script is so good. I mean, she, yeah. She she, I don't know if she has writers, if she does it herself. She's super talented. She's really funny. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I literally beeline to her. Yeah, I would too. I, Annie Agar. By the way, she said, here I am on the field at Allegiant Stadium. I've been here for 15 minutes, which is longer than Josh McDaniels yes. has been on the field, <laughs> yep. which I thought was a funny joke. Um, so now listen, I know Deb is a lifelong Philly fan. All right. She is an Eagles fan all year. We we did. We kind of did a little podcast thing on uh, the PSF app, which yep. I've mentioned where, you know, we do webcasts. I do the Steeler games and uh you know, you're on there with your girlfriend. What's her name again? Uh, well, Nick, Nick just is my blonde blitz. That's the blonde yeah. blitz, which we'll also promote. But she's an Eagles fan. So what? 10 and 1. What were you guys at one point in there? We were 10 and 1. 10 and 1. In the middle of the season. And then we just. And then it collapsed. Yeah. We did a, we did a Steagles uh, podcast kind of thing because okay. Steelers and Eagles, yeah. Eagles, the PA all day podcast. And both of our teams didn't do as well as we, I think your team's more of a disappointment. The Eagles. Absolutely. <laughs> your Steelers did. Okay. Well, I, let's be honest. I mean, come I mean, on. No, the yeah. wheels literally came off and we they still did. don't know why, uh, but we're excited for next year. You know, Vic Fangio. Yeah. That's uh, good. Good. Colin good. Moore as our OC. Hell yeah. They had to make it. Well, they lost their key position. You know, their key coaches after. Right. Uh, the Super Bowl, uh, whatever. So anyway, Deb, uh, who are you rooting for? Is what my question is. Because can you root for the Niners or no? Are you? Yeah, yes, I can root for the Niners. You're an NFC girl. You're, root, <laughs> yes. you're, root for, you're not I rooting for Mahomes. In, I live in California. Okay. Well, I'm going to San Francisco. All right. So yes. what else are you doing this week? What's around town? Uh, there's so much going on. With, like I'm like a triple booked at this point. <laughs> I love it. I, thank you for making time. But where are you? Like, course. give me your oh day God, today. Give me your here. tomorrow. Uh, today, going back to Media Row, have a few different interviews. Uh, Deanne Jones. Uh, yeah, tomorrow, Jen Welter, her day in the life. 
Uh, oh, we had Jen on the show last yes, week. Yeah, yes, she was great. Yeah, 200 women coming, uh, going to learn what it's like to be an NFL player. Yeah. Uh, Chris Draft will be there. Uh, she's got a bunch of, you know, former and current NFL players who are stopping by to coach all the women. Uh, then also she has a camp on Saturday morning. A gridiron. Oh, girls. this is the flag football. That's the grr, the football, which we yeah. were, yeah, gridiron. Yeah. She has yeah. the extra hours in there for girls. Yep. So uh, that's happening. Joy Taylor will be there too. Yeah. So excited to see her. Yeah. Now, uh, what do you think of the, okay, so the line here, are we still at two here? Are we holding firm at two on, on the on the Niners? All right. So are you are you going to place any wagers this week, Deb? You know what? I'm, I'm not a gambler. Okay. But you have uh, to when you're here. Prop bet, something <laughs> fun. I mean, I, I guess I can. I can go over the sports book. Yes. Oh, you us, mean right, right behind us? The South Point sports book <laughs> right there? So let me ask you this. You like the Niners. Who do you think is going to win the MVP? Oh, that's a good one. Ah, oh, that's tough. I mean, there's so many. Um, I, I mean, Christian McCaffrey. Right. CMC. I mean, he's just annihilated the records at this point. Do you yeah. think they, the NFL In, wants Brock Purdy to win it or they don't want him to win it? If, if San Francisco wins, you know, like uh, with Seattle, right? Like uh, Pete Carroll wanted Russell Wilson to win the MVP. So that's why he called a pass plays with the rumors instead of Marshawn Lynch. I would think the NFL wants Brock Purdy to win it. Because it's a story. It's a story. Yeah. It's, it's a story. story. It allows people to now continue to watch the draft all the way up until the last right. pick of the draft because they want to figure out who their team's getting. Could that person be a Super Bowl MVP? Which will never happen again in our lifetime. Will this Mr. Irrelevant have any sort of career like Brock Purdy? But it's pretty amazing. Uh, I don't know. I So McCaff I mean, McCaffrey's probably good. I don't know why Fred Warner keeps – I feel like there could be like a defense, maybe Bosa – Maybe Bosa. a strip sack, maybe has like four sacks or something, which uh, I don't know. I could see Nick Bosa, who's your crush. <laughs> who was your, who were your former crushes, football players? Oh, God. I don't know. For some McNabb. Eagles, maybe? I mean, McNabb. Mc Donovan I McNabb. Mean, I have his jersey. Uh, Nick Foles. I mean, yes. Super Bowl champion. <laughs> Good nickname. Quarterback, not a Wednesday. <laughs> what was that? Good nickname. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know uh, about that. Uh, so there's the line right there. So it is minus two. 47 and a half. Now, do you see a run game? Do you see the overhitting? Everyone's talking about run, run, run. You got to run, you got to run, right? Alex, what yeah. do you think? You think run, right? We I do. I think that the first half will be a lot higher scoring, and then the second half will we'll slow, slow it, down. it down. Yeah, I agree with that. I see a run game, too. I do. Yeah, and I think Kansas City is going to come out hot. Yeah. That's what you said too, right? It is, yeah. <laughs> the first score was one of the props you liked. Uh, well, that was actually Matt's because Matt did Matt, a really Matt. good job. The Chiefs um, hold the record right now in their first drives. They've scored eight? in playoffs eight. Eight They're, games in a row, yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah, Matt did mention that because there is a prop bet you can bet Kansas City's first drive. Will it result in a punt? punt or, or a score. Yeah, yep. or a score. Uh, yeah, they do come out. and Plus, they're scripted plays, right? That's yeah. the ones they're going to work on the most, probably 10 or 15. Scripted plays, I don't mean to mention that with the NFL because yeah, be careful. We, right. we do know. I mean, Roger Goodell even was like, oh, it's scripted a little bit. It's an entertainment business. I don't know. Uh, so where, you're, you're staying close by the South Point here. Yes. Where are you going to be for the game? I am going to be here at the South Point. By the way, there's all sorts of parties. Uh, Matt will be here. So I'm going to be here stationed here. Do you have plans yet? Do you know I, where you're going to be? I might come here. <laughs> There's I all mean, sorts always, of parties. Always hoping to be at the game. Let's right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, if I can get those credentials, I'm there. But no, I would love to come here. Uh, uh, Million Dollar Mingle also, too. AC Caswell, former Raider. Okay. He's having a huge party for Super Bowl. So Everyone's so. having Ryan, mm -hmm. why, why aren't we having Alex? Why didn't we do like a far out party? Frank, Alex, <laughs> Ryan, far Far out party. We host a party. Well, you're just presenting this to us, or we would have been all in. There's, We have time. Okay. We have what? Three days? <laughs> we can do something. Something in this studio. I'll go to the dollar store again and yep. get some balloons. And uh, maybe we'll host a party, Ryan. What do you think? 
You could bring Aubrey, your daughter. She's like yeah. two weeks old. Yeah, not even. <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday, she will be two weeks old. She'll be two weeks on Super Bowl Sunday. Perfect time to come educate her about football. Yeah. Have her gamble. <laughs> yeah. She'll be old enough for that. Start her young. I think it's a good idea. Uh, so, Deb, where are you off to right now? Are you heading over to Radio Row? Going back to Radio Row. And that's at Mandalay Bay, right? The convention Correct. center. Mm-hmm. Now, Ryan and I are heading over at 4 o'clock, right? 4 o'clock? That's, that's, our, r- that's our window. Our window is 4 o'clock. Oh, no. What are we going to do about 4.20, bro? You know what I do? Four- okay. Anyway, um, so Ryan and I are going to go over. Have you seen the fan experience yet? Not yet. It opens today. Is that why? Yeah. So Ryan and I are going to, there's probably like some punt competitions and pass competitions. So we're yep. going to, we're going to, we're going to compete in them. We're going to have the little bets. <laughs> Alex, we're going to find out what some of the events are. And uh, before we do them tonight, we might have you set some lines. Okay. On like, they have, they do. Now <laughs> Ryan's told me they do have a 40 yard dash. Is that correct? I'm pretty sure they that do. is a 40 yard. I've been at past ones. This is You've my, pa- okay. this is my fourth or fifth Super Bowl that I've covered. Is that right? Mm-hmm. What was your favorite so, Super Bowl so far? To be honest, Atlanta. Really? Why <laughs> yes. Atlanta? Why? It was just so much fun. And Atlanta's very, it's a small town. It's a small city. Yeah. So everything was very condensed and you would just walk around. And although Miami was fun too, let's be honest, it was Miami. Miami's never bad. Um, yeah. And LA was fun too. My, I was in <laughs> Miami uh, right around the Super Bowl. <laughs> I was in I was in Miami. This is my horrifying Miami story. We went down there. We we were I was shooting a show, and then we saw the Dolphins game. So we were out. We were having a couple of drinks, as one does. As one does in Miami, you have to. have to. And we went out in the ocean. It was late at night. We're drinking and having a good time. And we come walking through the lobby, and we're wet. I mean, you know, you can tell we're. And the security guard goes, "Were you guys in the ocean?" We're like, "Yeah." He's like, "That's when the sharks feed. That's when the sharks are as close to shore as can be." I'm like. I did feel something brush my leg. I did feel something. <laughs> I've never been. I saw Jaws when I was a kid. And I'm, I'm horrified of sharks yeah. and snakes that and someone snakes. shared on a thing today. <laughs> what do you fear more, sharks or snakes? Um, neither really. Insects are my oh, yeah. phobia. What is that? Don't okay. even. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I, that's my, when I think Miami, I think, oh my God, I was possibly eaten by a shark. But Vegas is also, I mean, this is a place to be. Yeah. Oh. Yes, this has been so much fun. It's only going to get more fun as the days go on. All right, and then Saturday, Saturday, I don't know what's going on. Saturday, I'm going to go out. Lee, Ste- Lee Steinberg's having a big party. Lee Steinberg, I should mm-hmm. let me call him. Hold yep. on. Yep. <laughs> Siri, call Lee Steinberg. Nicotero plus three. Okay, so we're going. <laughs> guys, figure out who's going. Caden, you're too young. You're 20. He's 20 years old working on a show. Look at you. What were you doing when it. you were 20? Probably doing shots of beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Jersey Philly in her. And uh, by the way, I have to point this out. I was up. You've won two Emmys for God's sake on, on your TV work. What shows were it? It was uh, uh, Court- Lucky Dog on CBS. Oh, which I've seen Lucky yes, Dog. Yes, with Brandon McMillan. Yeah, it's one of those shows you wake up on Saturday, it's on. Yep. You're hungover, you leave it on. <laughs> but <laughs> it's a cute then, show. Um, Paternity Court. Paternity Court. Mm-hmm. I know nothing about that show, <laughs> nor what that means. Just saying. But anyway, so you're working on shows. Plus, you're working on... Uh, yeah, Elizabeth Vargas, iCrime. iCrime. I have a new show coming out. I can't talk about it. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's another crime show. Uh, Very we got good. murder. Mur- some murder <laughs> mystery going on. And then I do sports, too. Yeah. And you do sports, too. <laughs> By the way, uh, these shows, these, these murder shows that women love watching, I'm not a big fan of because... Uh, yeah, I know. Courtney one day went... Um, right. Do you know that uh, you can't taste antifreeze and green jello? I love Courtney. Yeah, I was like, I'm, uh, that was just a random fact out of nowhere. I was just asking where you want to go eat tonight. Okay, anyway, uh, Deb, I appreciate you stopping in. Thank I know you you're like me. so booked. You're yeah, crazy. So give us uh, give us a final score. Give us a final score uh, right now in the Super Bowl. You know what? I'm, 
I want San Francisco to win so bad, but I think Casey's going to pull this one out. I'm going 21-20 Kansas City. Oh, she's taking the under. Very close, Casey. Taking the under. That's the under and KC. Good line. Do a parlay. All right. Uh, we're going to take a two-minute break, and then Dwayne Colucci will be on the show. Deb, thanks for coming in. Punch signs. We'll be right back. Once you've satisfied your hunger, get ready for more of the hottest casino games in Vegas. Our 24-hour, 30-table, non-smoking poker room proudly hosts all the most popular poker games with a variety of betting limits. Visit the Poker Room for a schedule of daily tournaments. Whether you're going to hold them or fold them, the best place for poker is at South Point Casino. You'll notice that our craps tables are usually the loudest in the casino. If you've never played, join one of our free craps lessons to find out what makes this game so exciting. Check with the craps dealer for schedules and give it a roll. Bingo is also an exciting way to spend your time. We offer seven sessions of bingo every day. Bingo! And each session includes a cash ball jackpot, 12 bingo games, a progressive double action game, and a $10,000 bonus coverall. Electronic units are available. If you haven't played bingo with us, give it a try today. Guests can also get in on the action at our one-of-a-kind race and sports books. Two separate rooms designed to maximize your experience and comfort. Our sports book, with over 400 seats, puts you right in the middle of the action, 24 hours a day. The friendly ticket writers are happy to help, and it's conveniently located next to the famous Del Mar Deli, where you'll find supersized portions of delicious deli items like roast beef, pastrami, and Reuben sandwiches, or soups, salads, and pizza, plus spectacular desserts fit for a king. And right next door is the race book, over 150 seats, each with its own TV screen. There are 16 interactive player terminals, so you can bet right from your seat. Look at that. We're back. It was a little crazy two-minute break there. We were doing pictures. Deb had the cutest shoes on. They were little football shoes. I have to ask her where she got those. I know. She said they're made of real footballs. Oh, my God. That's what she said on the way out. They're real footballs. They were like uh, little brown flats, as you yes. girls call them. Kitten heels. No, I don't know. <laughs> <They're not. laughs> These are just terms I picked over. They had little threads on them. They're really cute shoes. Shoes. Get them. Is Jeff Parles climbing the sphere, says Joey B. <laughs> Paul says it's Jason Kelsey. Was the man shirtless? Because it could have been Jason Kelsey. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bob, <laughs> why aren't you popular the Chicago Police Department? Okay, that's a quote from the movie Midnight Run. Uh, let's see. Courtney said the iPad recognized your voice when you said, hey, Siri. Oh, my God. Apple is listening. <laughs> yeah, and Paul brought up a good point, Ann. Use petty cash for Super Bowl tickets. Yeah, <laughs> I just need $1.8 in cash. Bob Dell says, hey, Joey. Look, we started friendships. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy is on there, of course. Um, we thank everybody for all your live comments. We're having a good old time. Oh, we need to get the headphones. Oh, you have like a fancy <laughs> earpiece. Why? What is, get the, where is the petty cat? I got to do. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you to Deb Whitkiss for making time and, and bringing us some cool pictures and uh, 
Must be nice to be done. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to bring in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, for his, I know, I'm going to say this is his 10th appearance on the show. It's Dwayne Colucci. Colucci is back. Ladies and gentlemen, I gave out your Twitter handle, New York Bookie Dwayne, and Dwayne is spelled D U A N E because we found out last week he's named after uh, Dwayne Allman, which is fascinating. Dwayne, what's happening, buddy? What's going on, guys? Definitely an exciting week here in Las Vegas, you know, and a busy week, definitely. So, uh, you know, we're prepared at Rampart and South Point. You know that. <laughs> now, listen, I got to <laughs> I gotta point out the hat, the jersey, Las Vegas Gold Knights. Ooh. What about that game last night? I, I, I watched some of it. I mean, Edmonton comes in with 17 game win Six, streak. 16 games. 16 going for 17. To tie the Pittsburgh Penguins, by the way, which I listened to the game they lost on a staticky AM radio as I was doing a gig somewhere in Pennsylvania. But that atmosphere last night at, at the arena, again, I was there for the Penguin game a couple weeks ago. It was awesome. Last night seemed like a game seven in the playoffs or yeah. something. That was, that was amazing. What'd you think? Yeah, definitely. Part of the reason I'm not in studio today because I was there. Uh, you know, just <laughs> a, a great, <laughs> what a game, Exhausting. guys. I mean, uh, just uh, the Golden Knights really stepped it up in the third period. They had a sloppy second period. But once again, uh, Aiden Hill is battle-tested. And this guy really, when he's healthy, is a dominant force in the NHL from the goaltender position. And that enhances the Golden Knights, uh, you know, probability of winning. And it was so important to stay in McDavid's head and uh, Dreisaitl <laughs> mm -hmm. and those guys because we beat them last year. You want to have that edge going into the playoffs against this team because they are a juggernaut. You see what they're capable of and uh, almost tied your Pittsburgh Penguins all-time win record. So, uh, you know, for consecutive wins. But the Golden Knights weren't having it. A great performance uh, on all sides. Uh, just that sloppy second period. But they played well in the first period. Aiden Hill bailed them out, then dominated the third period. I was very pleased with their performance. You are so right about Aiden Hill. We need him. We need him to stay healthy. Kalich, you've been following hockey a lot longer than me. What do you think after All-Star break? In my opinion, it seems like we're going to get lower scoring games. Defense is really stepping up and more meaningful games. Have you noticed that over the years? That's a great perception, Alex. Uh, you know, definitely everything starts to tighten up as you get closer to the playoffs and games become more relevant than they are as you get later in the season, especially when you're jockeying for uh, home ice and position. And you have some fabulous teams in the Western Conference this year that have surprised. I mean, teams like Vancouver, uh, you know, Edmonton was off to the slow start, but a lot of people predict them to win the West year in, year out because you do have the best player in the NHL. But some of these goaltenders then become under the microscope and uh, you know a guy like Jordan Bennington you saw a couple of years back once you tighten the defense and you don't give up goals it becomes so important so yes we will make adjustments Alex on these totals especially uh, you know as we get closer and closer to the playoffs and, and the goaltenders play more dominant uh, you know even Jonathan Quick the other night who used to be our backup played so well for the New York Rangers and you saw that was a 2-1 game so you know definitely there is some tight checking and some tight games Games, uh, you know, to look forward to. But you also have some of them, uh, you know, slip-ups and offensive outbursts. But definitely, it does seem that there's less scoring as you get later on in the season. Now, I believe the line last night was Edmonton minus 150 on that game last night. That's the last I saw when I looked. So I know you talk about this all the time, that the betting is heavy at the Rampart on the Knights. So uh, you obviously, that, what, how'd that look? I mean, because there had to be a lot of money on the Knights getting, I mean, they were underdogs last night, right? So it was like minus 150, I think. 
Yeah, Frank, and that's rare. You know that. They're never <laughs> exactly. the underdogs. I know home. you get Stephen Boston, yeah. you know, superior teams. But that's because Jack Eichel is on the shelf. Uh, you know, you do have a few big, big injuries, Carrier, guys like that, who are so important to the Golden Knights. And you have some of the Silver Knights that are now coming into prominence and playing very well. I mean, Cotter played a good game last night uh, at times, and you definitely have to rely on guys like Marcheseau and the Wiley veteran uh, Petrangelo, who is now uh, creeping up on a 1,000 games played. I think last night was like 998 or 999. So, yeah, it's a, a rare occasion where you're getting a plus with the Golden Knights. It does keep the people off the uh, puck line, you know, you're getting the plus 130 and then adjust it down as we took some money. But, uh, you know, yeah, it definitely wasn't a good look. And we did lose <laughs> at the rampart last night. <laughs> I could talk about hockey all day, but I know we got to get to the big game. That's what people are here for. How are your props doing over there? And is there one that people are really drawn to that you've noticed? Alex, the prop action has been off the hook, I'll be honest with you. And everybody's <laughs> picking, uh, you know, MVP, uh, player to score first. Travis Kelsey is very popular at the uh, in the market right now just because of the Swifty factor. And, uh, you know, he's out there. His face is out there. He and his brother have marketed themselves so well, and he is a prominent figure in the Super Bowl. And naturally, you're going to have the Patrick Mahomes action. And we're seeing a lot of over, over, over. You know, when is some of the under action going to come in on these player props? Whether it's even uh, McCaffrey, Brock Purdy on the other side of the ball, a lot of people are anticipating a high-scoring affair. Now, I know this referee team uh, usually yes. in Super Bowl history has about a 51 total average, so uh, it's going to be interesting. We're sitting at 47 and a half. We are seeing some Niner money. You saw Jimmy Vaccaro took that big six-figure bet uh, when the 49ers were only one, and we have that fabulous 105 vigorous if you come in person. So, I mean, please, if you're making a six-figure your wager, come and see me or Chris Andrews <laughs> at the South Point, uh, you know, or at the Rampart, because you're saving on that VIG, and it is so important, guys, I stress that. When you're gambling and you're trying to do this as a profession, or even leisure, when you could save money, you have to take advantage of that. But, yeah, Alex, most of the props are the player props that we're seeing a lot of, uh, you know, and the alternate point spreads, naturally, are very popular if, uh, you know, you feel a team could blow out. We're seeing some of the uh, market sway especially from the uh, 49ers side because early initial uh, reaction has been on the 49ers after we took that sharp action on the Chiefs to, you know, buckle the line down to one. It went right back up to two. Now, this is nothing scientific, but all week I've seen a lot of Kansas City shirts here at the South Point. But coming in today on a Wednesday, starting to see more Niners stuff, and I think Chris was even anticipating the California people are going to come later. KC people, they want to get out of Kansas City as soon as they can to come to Vegas, I guess. Whereas San Francisco is like, well, we're close by. We'll come later. But I expect, I probably expect to see a lot of San Francisco action coming as the weekend uh, happens with all the locals uh, or all the San Francisco people coming into town. Do you see the line moving from two at all? Where do you think it's going to land at the at kickoff? Anything's possible, Frank. You know, it could go to two and a half and it could go back down. So, you know, uh, it depends on what the wise guys and the larger betters are sitting on right now. And like you said, as more and more people commute, to Las Vegas, that says that it, when the handle increases. Alex hit the nail on the head. You know, we're taking mostly prop action now from the locals and the regulars that are uh, in town. But as more people commute and get here for the Super Bowl, especially with it being here, uh, I anticipate some big wagers. I know South Point will take them. They're right on the strip, basically. So, you know, a few miles, but to shop, uh, you know, around and get that 105, Chris is definitely going to have to be sharp. But it could go either way. There's so much Mahomes... Uh, 
you know, action and vibe, and people have that perception, oh, I can't go against Mahomes. I can't go against Mahomes. Plus, San Francisco played two uh, weird playoff games, I want to say. They fell behind. They had to play catch-up. But that, uh, you know, I was listening to Joe Montana today, and he feels that a team could thrive off of that because there's no pressure now. You came back from a large deficit against Detroit and you were still able to win as the number one seed. And now the pressure starts to alleviate a little. It starts to, uh, you know, go away because you know that when we play at a top level, we could come back from 20 plus points. So that's a good point that Montana play uh, made uh, and a great game San Francisco did play in the second half. They're going to have to do that, though, for four quarters. This is a team that is so well coached. You have such a professional professional mentality, whether it's Mahomes, whether it's Kelsey, whether it's Pacheco, but you do have some uh, liabilities on the right side. So uh, maybe San Francisco could take advantage yeah. of it. It's a, it's a great game. And this is why we love the way all the professionals handicap it and the two way action possibilities on this game. Kaluch, I know you're on the opposite side of the, the counter from all the betters, but do you have any props that stand out in your mind that you would like to take if you could? Yeah, I, I love to take, uh, I'll be honest with you, I'm a sucker for the first touchdown and the last <laughs> touchdown. I love to take those propositions. I definitely love that. Throw a few bucks on the safety. It's happened the last few years. Yeah. You know, a lot of people love that prop. So it did get watered down a little. So, uh, you know, I definitely look for some value on my props because I'm not a huge better on professional football. I like to bet more on the hockey and the horses. You know my MO. So I'm going to look for, uh, you know, one of those dog horses, some of those fullbacks to score the first touchdown maybe Brock Purdy on a scramble who right. knows you know anything's possible in a game of uh, this caliber and I like to look for a price and again the, uh, you, you come down you bet at the rampart you bet at the south point you save on the juice take the money you saved on the juice throw it on a long shot prop bet and have some fun right Definitely. Yeah. That's definitely what we want you to do. Also, you know, enjoy the food amenities, uh -oh, everything we that we're going to supply, hot dog carts yeah. at both properties. How's the, the buffet you know, looking? We can't compete with your place. How's but, the buffet you know, over at the Rampart? It's sparkling. Sparkling buffet. <laughs> We're going to have the tailgate buffet at the mm -hmm. Rampart. It's going to be awesome. We have, uh, you know, we it's a casino-wide, uh, you know, party. That's yeah. the way we look at it. And we have drop-down screens throughout the facility. We have the 55-foot video wall. We have the outer market and the inner market higher-level uh, play parties. And uh, it's just off the hook. Definitely come out to the Rampart and enjoy yourself. Like I said, that's free parking. Plan. Free parking. Uh, that's so been. important. It is. Yeah, it's so important. And Michael Gorn loves that as well as Michelle at my property. So we're going to have a great time with it uh, at both properties and definitely come out and enjoy yourself. Kaluch, we've got three hockey games tonight. Nothing really jumped off the board for me. Is there anything you liked? Uh, yeah, it's kind of tough tonight, Alex. I'm looking at the card right now. You see the Rangers at home. Uh, I mean, they played such a great game, but we're taking a lot of action on Tampa Bay. Uh, Igor Shesterkin will play tonight, and he's been a little suspect. He hasn't been, uh, you know, himself like he was last year. I think this is a big game for both teams. Uh, we're seeing a lot of Tampa action, like I said. I would, uh, I would definitely side with Tampa in this game. Toronto and Dallas, a very tough matchup, uh, you know, as well. We're seeing a little initial Dallas uh, uh, mark 
market reaction. Toronto, they definitely have to have a strong second half, Alex, to, uh, you know, establish themselves finally. I mean, this team, they're always right on the cusp, and then they falter in the first, second round. So there's a lot of pressure on Austin Matthews and those boys. Nylander has been playing fabulous. Keep your eye on this guy. William Nylander is unbelievable. I think Toronto could win this game at home, uh, you know, Maybe I would say Dallas has a goaltender advantage, but I like Toronto in the spot. Uh, the last game is very tough. Uh, you know, you're laying almost two to one on the road. I would lay off Minnesota and Chicago. Uh, Bedard, uh, we, we got to see when he gets healthy. That's what's important with Chicago yeah. when they have really an extra chance without a doubt. Yeah. Very good. Uh, listen, um, someone's climbing. Someone climbed the sphere. Do you have any idea who this was? Did you see this? It's live breaking news. <laughs> someone climbed the sphere, Dwayne. Any guess of who it was or who do you think it was? Was it Jeff Parles? It I, might have I been Jeff Parles. Or is he climbing the stratosphere? We don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, we know it ain't Vinny Maiulo, so that's for sure. Maybe Jimmy Vaccaro's getting up there. It might be. You know, he wants a tweet from a higher position, but uh, I, I don't know. You see that all the time in New York. You know that, Frank. Yeah. Whether it was the World Trade Center. Yeah, the bird, the guy, you know, the wire. Uh, yeah, and uh, several guys dressed as Spider-Man with plunges <laughs> going up the Empire State Building. They even had King Kong, the inflatable, up there <laughs> one year. Uh, you know, kept blowing and deflating. So anything's it. possible with this via. Did you see those numbers of the revenue for that place? I mean, uh, everybody who thought that, uh, you know, Dolan was making a mistake, they're sadly mistaken. This thing is uh, unbelievable. He's even got the Grateful Dead back together. So is that we'll right? see how that works out. But, I didn't even know that. Uh, yeah, I didn't yeah, that. and company. Yeah, they're, they're going to play that? have a residency now, there now. Yeah, John Mayer and, uh, you know, Bobby and Rootsman uh, and uh, whoever's left I'm gonna there. Say, yeah, I'm going to say right now, the Sphere needs to install some sort of uh, opening at the top of the Sphere for the Grateful Dead concerts, if you know what I'm saying. Do you know how many... How much weed's going to be smoking at those shows? <laughs> People are going to walk out. Well, it's pretty legal here now, Frank. True. There's not too many oh laws. Other than on the casino. You know what property, we're going to do to make you know, money? Everybody gonna... indulges. This is what all of us are going to do some money. After each Grateful Dead show, we're bringing the hot dog cart down from the South Point. <laughs> we're setting it up outside the Grateful Dead show, and we're charging 30 bucks a hot dog. Ladies and gentlemen, that's how we will retire. Dwayne Kaluch, thanks for, uh, thanks for being on the show, buddy. We will see you again soon. Have fun with the Super Bowl. Talk to you soon, buddy. Thanks, Frank. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Love you guys. I'm Thank telling you, you, that is a business idea. We get that. Is there is there wheels on this hot dog cart out here? There's two of them actually. There's a hidden one upstairs by the boy. We're taking yeah. them to the Grateful Dead shows outside the <laughs> show. We're gonna make some money. All right, I'm gonna take these off. Yes. All right, we're gonna roll right into uh, post with punchlines. Why not? We still have a bunch of content we wanted to get to. And speaking of the sphere with its screen, I mean, every time you, you I mean. I hope it hasn't caused accidents yet, but when you drive by it, you have to look at it, right? right? I mean, it's just, you've seen nothing like it. If you've seen it on TV or you've seen it online, it's nothing until you're right next to it. It is just breathtaking. So you go, wow, that's pretty cool. But uh, you know, it's even cooler. Uh, Ryan, we have this uh, Xbox on steroids. What did we call this? This one, uh, the resort's casino bit. So there's, you can play Madden. Someone's playing Madden on the side of the resort's hotel. Yeah, side of resorts world. We called it not playing Atari in Kansas anymore. Not playing Atari in Kansas anymore. Again, these are these drop-down screens. We saw them projecting uh, player highlights and stuff on Caesars Palace all week. But look at this on side of the resorts. Someone is playing Madden. What would you give to have one of those joysticks to be playing right now? I don't know if I'd... I mean, depends on who I'm playing, but... Could you imagine being the person getting embarrassed in one of these games <laughs> on the side of a hotel? It's like, no, no one's going to see that. Yeah, there's more people watching that than on uh, Twitch. Oh, look yeah. at me knowing Twitch. Yeah. Caden's jaw just dropped. He's like, oh, my God, Frank knows about Twitch. <laughs> uh, it's like uh, you go to the app store 
and you you dial it up and then you download it's it. Just another website. I don't know, but that's unbelievable. So uh, again, all the stuff, all the hotels are pulling stuff uh, out. Um, now we've been talking about the logo a lot, right, Alex? Of course. Everyone's talking about the NFL scripted, scripted, scripted. We know that the Bengals Rams Super Bowl they had the red and the yellow logo. Then Orange. Philly and Kansas City. Orange. 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 Yellow. Red. Colorblind. <laughs> oh, no. Then this this year, everyone's saying, "Oh, it's going to be the Ravens and Niners because it's purple and it's red." Well, it did come true because here we go. It's Taylor made logo. If you look at this, you have the red for San Francisco. Oh, and there it is, Taylor Swift. She's in purple. <laughs> She's representing the purple team. So KC's purple. Taylor's rooting for KC. So that means the Niners are going to win. Why? Is, oh, because because the team with less color won, like the Rams won, and then the Chiefs won. They have a little bit of red there, and, and then there's just a little bit of red there for the 49ers. But what about the waxing moon factor? Yeah, but the bottom That's color true. won both those times. The, yeah, I don't That's know. true, too. You could look uh, at it that way. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, get to the window now. Base your bet on, well, Frank and Ryan and Alex said that Taylor's purple, and we're going to bet this. What? I don't know. Uh, CBS stands for Camp. Be oh no, we're gonna go to uh, this one. Ha, Las Vegas, because you think it's gonna be Las Vegas. Ah, not so fast. Ryan, go ahead and talk about this. This is your. This you yeah. have to love what the mayor of Las Vegas just said. Yeah, mayor of Las Vegas, Carolyn Goodman, went yeah. on a, a podcast for uh, Front Office Sports and was asked about uh, the Super Bowl coming to town, the A's coming, to professional sports and their impact on Las Vegas. Yeah, punch up that tweet um, if you can, and please. There it is. And and she said that it doesn't make sense. The Tropicana site doesn't make sense uh, logistically for people to travel just because of all the traffic and all the just the junction that it's going to create. Yeah. And then she also said that she, in her personal belief, she thinks the A's need to find a way to stay in Oakland. This is this is right up your alley for you. This is <laughs> I would high-five Carolyn Goodman if I could. <laughs> get her on the show. Let's get yes. her on. Yeah, because you, exactly again, right. want teams that originate in Vegas. That's yeah, how you I mean, build the roots. That's how you build a fandom. You, yeah. you have people believing in the team, and you have an owner that will put a product on the field. The A's are now one of two teams to not pay someone over a $100 million contract after the Royals just gave Bobby Wood Jr. Who's the other team? The Chicago White Sox. Oh, I thought it was the Pittsburgh Pirates. We haven't paid it. Oh, we, Brian Reynolds. That's right. We just gave Brian Reynolds a big deal. But yeah. It's insane. So you're going to take a crappy owner who didn't want to spend any money there, and you're going to bring him here. And he's going to magically want to spend money? That's not going to happen. Well, and the I mean, ballpark the you want to propose is still smaller than most other ballparks in Major League mm -hmm. Baseball. So now, Al Alex, you're born and raised here, uh, and you work the Aviator games, right? So you're, that's the minor league team of the A's. That's right. Yes. Do you want the A's here? I'm very indifferent about okay. it. So. I don't really know. I mean, Ryan makes great points, and he's very passionate. Yes, and he's very passionate. Very passionate. And we we see the fan base that the Knights have because they were built here. Yeah. As opposed to the Raiders coming in, and it hasn't really clicked yet. So yeah. from that standpoint, I think he makes a great point. But I mean, I would love to have Major League Baseball. Yeah, here, so. I, I, so would I to be I able mean, to walk down the street. All professional sports teams or all professional sports leagues should have a team here. The NBA yeah. is going to want to come here in a yeah. couple of years. Yeah. Major League Baseball is working on a way to get here. But when it should the, not be the right when franchise. the NBA when the NBA does expand. I mean, the rumors are Seattle's going to get a team back and Vegas, right? Those would yeah. be the teams. Yeah. yeah, put more teams on the West Coast because East already has enough. They do. <laughs> yeah, screw you, East Coast. We need more teams here. Uh, the Aces are probably the exception. Everyone seems to rally around the Aces yes. here, even though That's they started so because they've been successful. They've been successful. <laughs> yeah, you win two titles in a row, people love you. If the Raiders won, people be like Raiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. 
When you go to a Knights game, what's the breakdown of road fans? Because obviously it's a destination for people to come here and see their mm -hmm. team. I think it does depend on the visiting franchise. The yeah. first year, it was pretty 50-50. Yeah. Everybody wanted to come. To right. The, and nobody thought our team would be any good. Right. Um, but now the Knights actually have a fandom. And depending on who is in town, it'll be primarily Knights fans and a little bit of sprinkled in. But like, yeah. that was something I wanted to kind of ask Kaluch last night because he was at the game. Yeah. But Canadian fans travel really well. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter where. And Edmonton fans... It's the highest fifty-one forty-nine raffle I've ever seen when I go. Have oh, gone the fifty-fifty. Oh, well, you yeah. Call, yeah they, it's not fifty-fifty here. The odds are better here. Yeah. How much um, was it? So when the I, odds are better. When I went with my dad, it was two hundred and twenty thousand. What? The highest I've ever seen because all the other games we've gone to haven't even topped a hundred. And then you look at games in Canada. Yeah. They consistently go over a hundred thousand. Like Canucks games, they're fifty-fifties consistently go over 100,000. Wow. Have you do you, have you ever heard of anyone you know that has won no. a 55? I I actually do know. Do you I, really? Yeah, I have a friend who won. How much did they win? Oh my gosh, I think 20,000. I'll tell you, because I've gone to Penguin. The first time, 50-50 raffles are very popular in Pittsburgh. It's a thing they've been doing. That's the first place I saw it. You'd go to a Penguin game, and it's every sporting event now, and you see it creep up to 80, and then the guy comes around, or a girl comes around, you buy the ticket. You have to now. You have to. You have to, because you're like, oh, I could but my friend, Bill Neofis and Josh Yoey, who are here, they've been going to Penguin Games 40 years. They don't know anyone who's ever won. Wow. I don't know. Seems like a scam. No, I'm joking. But 200, <laughs> can you imagine going to a hockey game and you walk out with half that? Right. 49%, well, 49%, whatever. 51%. 51%. Oh, you get 51 Yeah. Oh, the, the odds, odds are, are better. better. Oh, that's right. So you walk out with 100 grand. My God. That's ridiculous. Before taxes. Yeah. Before taxes. Well, what are taxes? I mean, come on. No, <laughs> <laughs> the IRS watching the show. Oh crap! No, uh, no uh, let's see. We had one more, one more uh, post of punchline. What was it? It was, it was the. Uh, oh, the we're C skipping the CBS one. We'll do we that. Can, no, we can do it. Oh, let's do it. All right. You just so I was, uh, I was over the internet. CBS football. Okay, this was the show open. Alex, I want you to watch this. CBS stands for Can't Believe This Stuff. This is the opening role for their pregame show, and every play is a penalty nowadays. There's Jack Ham. Watch every play that they're glorifying in the opening. Okay, so the hike, that's legal. NFL Today on CBS. All right, so watch every play in this pre-roll. That, that's, that's, you can't do that. Defenseless receiver. This one's fine. But now that, you can't throw Terry Bradshaw on his head. You can't step on a guy. You can't pan right with the camera. <laughs> that is definitely a penalty. Took a guy's head off. Can't use tape anymore. Very face clearly mask. a face mask. Those cameras, you got to use you, There's no switch. That's legal. You can run fast. That's <laughs> Willie Davis, by the way, I'm pretty sure. But isn't that hysterical? That was the pre-roll. Yeah. Every penalty right there. That, that's one of the most famous Super Bowl runs. I think his name was Willie Davis, and he ran like that in slow motion, and they had that on NFL Films. I love that. The post with punchlines. Oh, my God, we have the graphic! Whoa. Nicotero. Boom! Yeah, nice music to it too. That is it. Why was there an old? Who was the woman on there? That was. <laughs> I was so excited at the ground that I'm like, who the hell's that? <laughs> I don't care. I love it. We have a graphic now. This is how we know we've made it, right? We put away the fast takes. We're doing posts with punchlines, staying current on stuff. Uh, speaking of Brees Hall, Brees Hall, one of the best running backs, came back after a terrible injury his rookie year. Came back, had a good year for the Jets. He came out with this yesterday. We tweeted this or the fifth, whatever, two days ago. He named his top five running backs in the NFL. <laughs> this is one of the fun. Number one, me. me. <laughs> it's just hysterical. Me. Two, Bijan Phillips. 
Roberts. Robinson. Bijan Phillips. Bijou Phillips is an actor. It's in the title. Bijan Robinson. That's it. What's that? His name was in the title. I don't Where? know why you needed to say Phillips. Oh, Bijan. <laughs> I don't. I don't look at those things. I look right at the content now. I can't right. read. CMC Christian McCaffrey. Then he's got Joe Gibbs, retired coach of the Redskins and the Washington <laughs> franchise. <Jameer>. And <laughs> it's Gibbs from Detroit. And then Derek Henry, David Montgomery. He has tied for fifth. I don't know if you're allowed to do when you do a top five stick to a top five did everyone stick to a top <laughs> yeah. five alex white did everyone stick to a top five so anyway we we'll thought see. the three of us would say <laughs> who we think next year's top five running backs based on how they close the year maybe some rookies close strong who you think is going to come back from injury uh so we have top fives who are we starting with uh we can we want to do the top five for Alex first? Yeah, let's do Alex's top five. <laughs> Are you sure? And is it five? We don't Not know. Not even close. I think there's 13. She did 13. <laughs> there's 12. So yeah. Ryan sent this out. It was why Ryan had this idea. He's like, okay. And he writes me back. He goes, Alex has 12. <laughs> <laughs> and I was by, I was like on five and six. I'm like, I'll go number five. All right. I don't so, know how you guys could do that. I, well, you know, I we, we tried. So who do you have here? Let's see. All who right. So are. Christian McCaffrey's at top by himself. Uh, Two, I have Kyron Williams. Yes breakout year and you know he's gonna have the same coach same quarterback in the Rams system I think he'll do very well Aaron Jones is tied with him at two because still producing. what we saw yep yeah. still producing what we saw at the end of the year Packers are on the come up Green Bay Packers a, suck there you go they're gonna have a good yep. year <laughs> Bijan Robinson I put him even though he's kind of a question mark too because we don't really know what we're gonna get out of the Falcons but we Expect anybody is going to use him better than Art Smith. Well, Arthur did. Smith's gone. God, thank God he's out of football. Where did he go, Sean? He's the Steelers offensive coordinator now. Okay. He was Enough a better offensive coordinator than. But. He, did go with, he did go with Henry. That's true. Annie, by the way, um, ripped Arthur Smith like every week, and it was hilarious. Who did? Annie. Um, oh, Annie. Yes, Agar. she did. Yes, she did. It was, it was All right, continue your list. Number, okay, so who's then, tied uh, for number three? Tied at three. <laughs> this is mostly just the old guys that I didn't know what to do with. Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, oh, Saquon Barkley. <laughs> those three. Oh, my God. They're like they're, 30. They're free agents. I know. I'm sorry. I know. It's all right. It's okay. Older. They're Older. just not the fresh rookies. Okay? Right. Then Brees Hall, I gave him his own spot. He gets his own spot. He's <laughs> me, and he was number one on his own. And then <laughs> Jonathan Taylor. Um, I can't take out. Travis and Tian, yeah. And Tian, yep. And oh. Kenneth I Parker put Kenneth Walker in there because we don't know what's going to happen in Seattle. I got to tell you, he was he was on my fringe list. Was he? Had I not, have I had I broken the rules of more than five? <laughs> Kenneth Walker. This is how the I third. had it. Yeah, I just sent this to Ryan. He was like, "Yeah, no, you know, five. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll maybe like, I'll maybe do seven, like we can yeah. have honorable mentions or something." Alex no. is allowed to do whatever she wants on Wednesdays. <laughs> All right, so who's next? Is this me? Yes. Okay, let's look at you. And I'm going McCaffrey. List. Why not? I think he's got one more prime year, and then he falls off a shelf. I also went with Kyron Williams because, again, the guy was a stud. Now, here for me, as a Steeler fan, this one was hard, Sean. I put Nick Chubb in there. I see Nick Chubb because when Nick Chubb is healthy, I think he's maybe. Yes. The, I mean, the guy just he just breaks off five-yard runs, six-yard runs, and then he'll bust a 70-yarder. I hate saying it, but Nick Chubb is awesome. He'll come back. He'll come back. Then I went with Gibbs. And number four, I like the Lions. I like what they do. I know he splits a lot of carries with Montgomery, but still, he's a dynamic player. Then number five, here's the, Le'Veon Bell, Sean. I put Le'Veon Bell. He hasn't played in the NFL since 2021. He's going to make a comeback. He said he'd only play for one team. It's going to be the Steelers. And he's going to come back, and he's going to, he's going to be the third running back. But even in the, as the third running back, he's going to rush for 1,400 yards and 16 touchdowns. Yeah, because Arthur Smith's going to use him. Yep. There That's you go. That's true. There you go. So Why there you hasn't go. he played? Since well, he had won. that contract dispute with the Steelers. He held out a year. He held out, right? Very okay, stupid. I thought so. He has now made the mea culpa. Isn't that what it's called when he said, I'm sorry? 
He made an apology to the Pittsburgh fans, and I'm sorry, I should have never left Pittsburgh. You're the best fans in the world. He was at the Steelers facility this offseason because him and Mike Tomlin loved each other. But he, he took a gamble on himself. He sat out a year, which and was stupid. The Steelers offered him a big contract with guaranteed money. Said, nope, I'm worth more. Then he signed with the Jets, and he was awful. He was terrible. Could be the Jets' fault. Anyway, maybe he was out of shape after a year. And then I think he even played a few games with the Ravens or the Chiefs, the Chiefs or the Ravens. Chiefs. He won a Super Bowl with the Chiefs. He did win a – he won a ring. Oh, my God. Him – so he and Antonio Brown each have a ring when they should have won at least one or two of the Steelers. All right. Anyway. So, anyway, Le'Veon Bell said he'll make a comeback. By the way, he said he's going to start working out in March, come April. He wants to see what kind of shape he's in. And then he goes, I'm only going to come back for one team. Not a lot of wear and tear in his body. Why does he have to wait till March to start? I don't know. He's even said, he goes, I haven't ran a sprint in a year. This is, by the way, it's not going to happen. But if he makes the team as like a reserve back, it was me just being silly. All right. So, uh, Ryan. My top five. Let's see your top five. We're all in uh, agreement that Christian McCaffrey okay. is the top running back in the league. And then you and I are in agreement. That oh. Kyron Williams, number two. Me too? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, then I have B. John Robinson. Okay. Um, because his new... Offensive coordinator is the was the Rams passing games coordinator. Yes, um, and so getting Zach Robinson, I believe is his yeah, name. Zach I Robinson. wanted the Steelers so to make him OC. Sharing a last name with your OC is a yeah. great sign. That's a good sign. And yeah. then, and then, but he's still part of the Sean McVay tree, offensive mind. So yeah. he, you would think would get the best out of his the talent that he's given. Then you got me, um, Brees Hall. Yeah, me. Brees Hall. <laughs> Alex this Virgil. one I was kind of in the air about. Brees Hall is a very talented running back. Yeah. coming off of an he injury, he's a very very talented running back. Yeah. Only problem with, only problem that I have going forward, Nathaniel Hackett still is OC. Can he take advantage? But of you him? get Aaron Rodgers and back, and it opens up the run game, and right? Their O line, though. So you have yeah, to have it's a, a bad O line. O line. It's like a turnstile at the New York subway. Right. Okay. And then I have Jameer Gibbs at number five because they get Ben Johnson back, who didn't leave to take a head coaching job. That's going to be more because he wanted fifteen million, and I think teams went screw you. But anyway, more continuity. So. Yeah. That's true. I, we, we, all three of us had Gibbs. We all had uh, CMC and Kyron Williams. So we just had those wild cards at three yeah. and four and then six through 12 for Alex. So yeah. the reason I left the old guys off yeah. is because we don't know where Derrick Henry is going to be next year. Yeah. We don't know where Saquon Barkley is going to be next year. We don't know where Austin Eckler is going to be next year. So those are those are big question marks. For Austin Eckler had a bad year, and Matt Neverett will remind us of that yesterday because he had Eckler. He picked Eckler fourth overall in his fantasy team, and Eckler didn't score a touchdown until like deep in the season. But he's engaged to Melanie Wilking, who was on our show yesterday. So there you go. I bumped into her. Uh, is Parles okay? Do we have a Parles thing or are we good? We're good. Yeah, okay. Jeff Parles is on Radio Row right now. He's going to be uh, filing some stuff. Now, he is not hosting today, right? Matt Neverett's here on Sports by the Book today, correct? Correct. Correct. So, Matt Neverett, you're here. Um, it's going to be uh, a big day for Ryan and I. Ryan and I are heading to the NFL fan experience. Um, there is a 40-yard. Now, 40-yard run. I haven't ran 40 yards since last century. Ever! Shut up, Sean! It's just going to get parlay, the parlay book and back? Not back, but going to get the parlay book? I could do That's where the Clydesdales are going to be tomorrow. By the way, are you going to see Clydesdales? Wait, I just thought of something. What's that? Jeff Pearls has not given us an update on his running a mile in under 10 or whatever, right? <laughs> oh, Isn't eight that and a half minutes. When did is he that have by to, Super Bowl? When did it, he, no, it's the end, March end of 1st. this month. Yeah, It was March 1st. Okay, okay. He has so to run an eight and a half minute okay. mile. Uh, my computer died. No shocker. Uh, I didn't charge it. Um, any good live comments we should end with? Anything in there? Um, Tommy and Joey say I'm very opinion uh, opinionated. Yes, you are. Well, you're passionate about the Oakland <laughs> A's moving here. We know that. Yep. I like that. Not moving here. Not moving here. Uh, Joey B likes when Kaluch says Detroit. 
Um, Everything Dwayne Colucci says is awesome. And then uh, my stepdad, you have to remember Mayor Goodman is not in charge of the strip uh, because the strip is Clark County. Oh, really? So that's one of the reasons that she also could have said that it doesn't make logistical sense for it to be at the Tropicana because that's Paradise, Nevada, and that's not what she oversees. Uh, the the agreement for or the proposed location being on the the west historical part of town is in Las Vegas. That where, where's West? Overseas. Is that Fremont or no? Or um, it's kind of like the the junction of 15 and 95. That oh yeah, yep, yep. Oh, I don't yeah. know that, but I, I'm <laughs> learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. I know uh, Blue Diamond the, and 215. The, the Trade Center building. Okay. Uh, what if they just put the team in Prim? What about we just put them in Prim? Oh. Definitely not taking an expansion team out to print. <laughs> State line. Put it right there with the outlets. It'll be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what a show. Uh, Deb Whitkiss was here. That was awesome. Great guest. Alex White was here on Wednesday. We won't see you till... We're not going to see you till Monday on the show, but it'll be a big show. But you'll see me Sunday. I will see you. That's and right. we're, we're going to be... pop in and we're going to do those little hits. I am going to be all Bowl. around the hotel. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be exciting. I understand uh, you're going to be seeing the Clydesdale on Thursday coming in here. Yeah. And maybe even beforehand. Maybe beforehand. There will be two Clydesdales coming. Do we know the time yet on the Clydesdales on Thursday? Keep it a little secret. All right. Well, the new carpet's laid out for them. They're ready. <laughs> <laughs> the new carpet, I think, is officially in the whole casino. No, it's, and, it's um, still making its way down over there. But there's still a few it's spots. Real cushiony. What's that? It's real cushiony. They are. I like yeah. Thank you. I have been meaning to say that when you're on the old carpet and you hit the new carpet, it's like being on a trampoline. It is so cushiony. And pillows. plus it also gives me two inches of height. There you go. Good, uh, good finish to the I sentence. wasn't, ah, oh, you guys, the gutter minds on this show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, anyway, we got a big game, Super Bowl Sunday. We'll be talking about it more. Ryan and I will be shooting some footage tonight at FanFest. Should be fun. Drew Dog's with us. or Sean? Drew Dog, right? Drew Dog. Drew Dog's coming. Caden, who you rooting for in the Super Bowl? Do you have any, do you care? He's a 49ers family. All right, Caden's our newest employee. He's only 20. Have you ever heard of Joe Montana? No. Okay, anyway. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching the show. Live tweets, you guys are the best. Live community, thank you, thank you, thank you. Alex will be on with Matt Neverett yep, at 3 o'clock to today. And I'll give out my picks there. That's why you got to stay on Stick YouTube around. right now. Thank you guys for watching the show. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for subscribing. I'm Frank Nicotero. Punchlines, lines, live in Nevada. Every show. <laughs>